HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program was brought to you by Union Beer Distributors. For more information, visit unionbeerdist.com. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network. We are a member-supported, nonprofit food radio station. That means that every single thing we do, from broadcasting 35 weekly shows for free to bringing you exclusive content from sold-out food events across the country to offering scholarships to high school students, is only possible thanks to the support of our loyal members. And we want you to join the club. Become a member during our 2017 Summer Drive to get access to sweet swag and pledge your support to the world's only food radio station. Visit heritageradionetwork.org slash donate to become a member now. Welcome to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. Hey, I'm Jimmy Carboni from Jimmy's Number 43 and the Good Beer Seal. Today is Tuesday, July 11th, 2017. We've got some great guests joining us on Heritage Radio Network. And a big shout out that this is July Good Beer Month. We co-founded it back in 2009 and it's kept growing. We've got some great partners like Edible Manhattan Magazine, which hosts the Good Beer event coming up on July 20th, and uh, Heritage Radio Network supporting our Beer Sessions show. So I'd like to welcome to the show today, the first time we have uh, Mikkel. Uh, from McKellar uh, calling in. Uh, we've been a big fan of his beers, you know, going back since he started. And uh, we've got some special news to announce today uh, about a, a new project that he's doing. So uh, welcome to the show, Mikkel. I know I think you're calling in from Copenhagen. Yeah, hey. All right, man. Cool. Cool. We're going to introduce everybody. We've got uh, BR from Shelton Brothers. Hello. How are you? So you've been working with McKellar for a long time as the importer. Yeah, we've uh, been importing for quite some time now. That's one of our best sellers. Great. And everybody introduce yourself. We've got the McKellar NYC crew here. Let's go around. Hey, this is Jim Raris from McKellar NYC. Great to be here. This is Hannah from McKellar NYC. And this is Bruce from McKellar NYC. All right. So the original reason for the show was that um, Mikkel, uh, you guys were – we're planning a festival in Copenhagen called the Haven Fest uh, in in August. But we've got some big news that, that has just been announced that you guys are actually opening a McKellar NYC brewery in Queens at, at City Field. So we're going to talk about both of those things. 
Mikkel, I know you're, you're on the phone, so why don't you just start saying a few things, and uh, we'll try to work you into the conversation. Sounds good, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of hard to hear, but yeah. Okay, we'll keep talking. But you know, for, for us, you're, you're you know you're one of our, our favorite brewers, and uh, you know, let's start with the Haven Festival since that was one point of the, of the show tonight. You're working with a, a great yeah. chef, Klaus Meyer. Tell us about the Haven Fest. Well, the Haven the, the Haven Festival is uh, is pretty much. Um, I mean, we have we have we have quite a few great, great and, and rather big festivals in Copenhagen, uh, music festivals in Copenhagen or in Denmark. Um, they're all they're all partly owned or sponsored by, by, by the bigger breweries, Carlsberg and, and some other bigger breweries in, in Denmark. And um, and uh, we, we've, we've been thinking about doing our own festival for quite a while because it's, it's, it's difficult for, for a craft brewery to get into, into these festivals. And um, yeah, I, I, then I met up. I met with this uh, with this wonderful guy, Aaron Aaron Desmond from uh, from the National, who moved to Denmark last year, and um, he he kind of presented the the idea of of, of doing a music festival in Copenhagen, uh, um, and asked us if we wanted to be involved in it, and we pretty much thought it was a, the best idea ever, and mm-hmm. that's that's how it started. Um, so now we're here. Um, first year this year, August 11, 12. Um, pretty much the first international indie rock music festival in Copenhagen. Um, all the other ones are a little bit outside Copenhagen in, in, in smaller cities uh, around around Denmark. And um, yeah, we're just planning on on doing. Like a, a great, great music, beer, and, and food festival. You know, Mikkel, yeah, uh, that's pretty much the concept. Jim's here, so I know you guys have also done the, the McKellar Festival, the Copenhagen Beer Festival, and the Boston version of it. Jim, tell us a little bit about the, the, those festivals. Cause I know you're involved in the Boston Festival. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, last year, I was able to participate uh, at, in the McKellar uh, Festival up in Boston. Copenhagen Beer Festival Boston, Beer Celebration Boston, I'm sorry. And uh, it's a phenomenal event. It takes place in City City Hall Plaza. I'm, I'm actually from Boston originally, so it's kind of a, a crazy circumstance to be there in the middle of all these buildings in, the, in Boston uh, with all these wonderful breweries. And I think, you know, one of the things that always stuck out to me and is, you know, important in, in our project in Haven and all these things that McKellar does is they always, you know, do it right when it comes to these events. Uh, they, you know, don't really uh, cut any corners, and it's, it's a phenomenal experience for people participating on the brewer side as well as, as the attendees. BR, tell us more about the, the, the first Copenhagen Beer Festival that McKellar produced. Uh, well, I've been to both the one in Copenhagen. Last year I did both Copenhagen and, and uh, the, uh, the beer celebration in Boston. And, yeah, they're really fantastic. I mean, it's interesting coming from originally before I worked with Shelton Brothers, I worked in the music industry. So it's great to have 
this uh, you know nice connection between music and beer because it goes well together. And uh, I've always loved the bands that uh, that, that Mickle and his crew have chosen to to get uh, last up up in Boston. Uh, big fan of Yola Tango, and they were there last year. It was great to see them. I ran into Ira and Georgia from Yola Tango afterwards, and I was excited to meet them. And they were more excited that I had actually gone up to Boston and uh, to, to a beer festival to see a band. So it's a really nice energy to have you know music and beer. Both the, the artistic aspect and the beer aspect are both, you know, high, super high quality. Let's talk about like some of the the classic McKellar beers. I mean, you know, to me, it's like, uh, th- you know, the, there's some great beers that we've had, and always through Shelton Brothers. What are some of the the classic McKellar beers that people identify with BR? Well, there's so many. I think that'd be a good question for Mickle to uh, <laughs> to field. Um, you know, obviously, the Beer Geek Breakfast is just the trailblazer. Um, and, you know, right now the, the Halloween Ben Berliner fruit beers have been doing super well. Everyone's loving the, the Berliner Weiss. Um, I don't know, Mikkel, what are, what are your, some of your uh, favorites? Well, I mean, as, as you say, I guess the one that, the one beer that got, got it all started with, with Mikkel in 2005-2006 was, was Big Breakfast. Um, which was actually a homebrew um, that I did, and then yeah, it it, it 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 turned out really well, and people loved it. And, and I, it, it, when when I started Mikela, um I, I made it made it uh, commercial in a, in bigger batches, and and people have been loving it ever since. And then came the, the big brother of that, which was Biggie Brunch Weasel with the with the with the Weasel Coffee, which has also also has become a, like a, a one of the the core core legends of of our range. Um, but I think, like within last year, I think things have changed a lot in the, in the craft beer world, which is very interesting to us as well. And 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 some of the, some of the stuff that we're turning out from uh, from San Diego, our brew in San Diego, like like the um, the the Berliner Weisse with with raspberries and coffee, is, is has become one of, of one of the one of the legends now, and it's, it's one of the beers that people talk a lot about, and it's. Which is great for us because it's 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 a new school beer and it's 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 low alcohol and fresh and just easy to drinkable and so it's but we we have made so many different beers over the over the last eleven years I think I've I mean I've made at least twelve hundred different beers so it's it's it's, it's it's and and some of them have become classics for a while and then they they disappear again and which is what I like so. Yeah, but but uh, I mean, if, if if I have to name one, it's it's probably Big Breakfast. Which, yeah. which me too, one. I think so. And your, your crew here in uh, New York, you got Hannah and and um, Jim. Uh, tell us some of your favorite McCullough beers. Yeah, I mean, I think just to kind of we're setting the yeah. stage. And McCullough, thank you so so much for calling in, buddy. You know, and we're gonna let you talk. It's a little slight delay. It's late there, Mikkel, huh? <laughs> it's nice. Those, those, those guys don't sleep. He never <laughs> sleeps. <laughs> Danish uh, people or McKellar people? <laughs> Bruce, you have a great voice. You don't even need to be by the mic, the microphone. <laughs> I think, you know, so we were talking, this is Jim again. I think we were talking about the festivals and Raspberry Blush, which is this amazing sort of brain meld of a beer, which, you know, you, you hear raspberry and coffee. And, you know, I, I, the first time I read about it, I'm like, oh, this sounds so weird. And then you drink it and it's fantastic and refreshing and very drinkable and low alcohol, like, like Michael said, which is, you know, now that I'm a, a father and try to take better care of myself, in some instances it, it's helpful. But um, over in uh, up in Boston in May, 
McKellar did this pop-up bar at a festival called Boston Calling, which is a big music festival up there. And it was amazing to see all these people, both people who are beer geeks and people who are just normal music fans, just like crushing Raspberry Blush, you know, and also crushing a lot of the other beers that were there. But it was, it was really wonderful to see. And Hannah, you're, you're part of the new project. What are some of the McKellar beers that you really like? We actually have one here in the studio today, and it's uh, the Nelson Sovereign Brew. Um, I like a lot of their spontan stuff, or I guess our spontan. Yeah, why don't we pop that? Let's let's pop that. And you also, uh, Jim, what was the first beer that you poured for us? Uh, BR was oh, kind yeah. enough I, to bring that. I, I snuck that out of my warehouse. Actually, <laughs> I probably shouldn't be telling Mickle that I have that in my possession. It's um, That is the Cloud Hopper, and you can only get that beer, aside from me when I steal it from the warehouse. Uh, those are actually some le- uh, leftover broken cases. But um, on SAS Airlines, Mickle's done a really interesting project of brewing beers exclusively for the Scandinavian, Scandinavian Air Service Airlines. Um, and there are some that are only available. That's available for everyone. And then if you're a big spender, you can get some 750s that are served in uh, first class. Great, man. And there's so much so much uh, behind what you've done, Mikkel. Um do you, can you jump in? I know I know there's a slight delay, so go ahead, talk, man. We love you. Was that sorry? Oh, you you can talk, man. <laughs> ah, sorry, yeah, it's it's uh, there's a little delay, I should say. Yeah, well, I uh, uh, just mentioned the SAS here. I mean, again, there are so many so many different beers that we we have done, and, and obviously some of some of the fun of projects. Besides, besides the ones we are we are doing for uh, for like the, the city field and uh, I mean the SAS series, which which we've we've been working with the SAS, SAS for the last uh, three years. It's it's, it's the first Scandinavian uh, Airlines is actually the first airline in the world to have specially produced beers for them, um, which is something I, I think we have we have produced 12, 12 or thirteen different beers from now, and it's it's. I mean, projects like that are, are, are pretty much what we're all about. It, it's about it's about trying to change um, the perception of, of beer in different places, which in this in this case is, is thirty thousand feet feet in, uh, above. And I mean, it, and and also with the with the city field and and, and the group up there. I mean, changing the way that 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 people perceive beer in in different places is is what I think is, is, is fun and, and, and great. So. This is Bruce. Hey, Mikkel. Um, so that, that was really a big piece for us. To uh, We got actually introduced to Mikkel through uh, the people who run. And Bruce, you're part of the city field. Yeah, yeah, I'm part of, yeah. Part of the whole project. Um, and So uh, there's going to be a, a, a McKellar NYC brewery. Yeah, Mikkel kind of just dropped it on the on the public there, um, kind of quietly. But uh, yeah, so we're going to open up a McKellar NYC, the first brewery anywhere in the U.S. outside of California, um, in City Field. And uh, we got introduced. I got introduced to Mikkel through the guys who run the Boston Calling Festival. Um, and at City Field, we've done our best to to. Uh, to have a very progressive food program and, and the kind of innovation that Mikkel's talking about here to, to make a beer for, for an airline, um, to come up with over 12,000, uh, 1,200 different uh, varieties of beer. Or 12,000. Or 12,000. Well, soon, 12,000. Just a matter of time. Yeah, we'll take it. Soon, 12,000. We're counting yeah. on you, Mikkel. Um, that is, is just the sort of thing that, that we want to be associated with. Right, and then you guys, let's, we're gonna take a short break soon. But tell us quick about this McKellar NYC project, Jim. 
So the project is at City Field. It's part of the actual structure, but it's not in ticketed space. So that's that's an important thing to note. You know, a lot of people think ballpark ball games, obviously, but we have over you know two hundred plus other days of the year we're going to be open year round. We'll be brewing beer on a full size production system. It's going to be a, a pretty cool seven, experience. Seven train, seven train to Queens, right? Exactly. Seven train, free parking, or you know, a lot of parking um, when there's not events going on there. So there's a lot going on, and and you know, I think we can talk about it a little bit more. But we're pretty excited to be an anchor to that neighborhood, which is uh, we think is on the forefront of some exciting things. That's great. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back in a few minutes and talk more about McKellar NYC. All right. In 1996, Sheehan Family Companies, formerly L. Knife & Son, acquired Union Beer Distributors, which was originally located on Union Avenue in Brooklyn. Union Beer has since expanded to its present location alongside the English Kills Canal in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. It has grown dramatically in the last decade as the primary distributor of Anheuser-Busch products for Brooklyn and parts of Queens through the hiring and development of the best people in the industry. In 2003, Union Beer acquired a powerful catalog of specialty brands, which immediately positioned them as the craft beer supplier to accounts in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, Staten Island, and Long Island. Union perpetually tweaks their portfolio to maintain the highest level of stylistic breadth with the most coveted brands available. Through the highest possible level of service, outstanding salesmanship of the ultimate lineup of brands, and a paramount focus on education at all levels, Union Beer has solidified its position as the only source for the best selection of beers in the seven counties of southeastern New York. For more information, visit unionbeerdist.com. Hey, 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 welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. Hey, it's the McKellar NYC show today, man. Happy July Good Beer Month. This is a great guest, and uh, McKellar's calling in from... Copenhagen. So, Hannah, part of the McKellar NYC crew, tell us again. This is a great beer. What is it? This is the Spontan Nelson, um, and this year's version is lovely. Uh, they have a great, they have a great wild uh, lineup. It's great beer. Beer, tell us about this beer. You, you have, they've had the Spontan Basil. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, the whole series. I mean, I, I, since we have Mikkel here, he could. We should probably get it from the source, but yeah, it's it's a whole series starting with the spontaneous, spontaneously fermented. Uh, it's all from lambic uh, source from traditional lambic producers, age a blended, um, and then some of them have the fruit and vegetables added. And we we are just getting it. It just landed actually in New York this week. Uh, collab- collaboration uh, with, uh, with with Bone that we have um, the that now I just spaced on the name. Mickle, what is the collaboration we just got? <laughs> The, the, the oh, the Udgus, the, the Udgus, I'm sorry. The Cavado Barrel yeah, Cal- yeah, exactly. So that just is, arrived. It's, it's, it's an, an amazing beer, actually. <laughs> yeah, tell us about this whole yeah. the Spontan project. I have I've had the Spontan Basil before. We're drinking the Spontan Nelson. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the whole Spontan series is uh, it's a series that we do uh, in Belgium. Um, Obviously, the the whole lambic is is a is a is a kind of a reserved name, but it, we it, we work in the exact same way. Spontaneous fermented, we use uh, lambic recipes uh, for, the, for the base beer, and then and then we just we pretty much do a lot of different varieties with a lot of different fruits, uh, both 
fruit that we source in Belgium, but also in Denmark. Uh, we do we we work with a with a with a Danish um, Danish cherry winery uh, called Five Day, and do a, a, a spontaneous one with with uh, with uh, cherries, which which I think is really good. But then we also do a, a few collaborations with with some of the the established old uh, Lambic breweries in Belgium, like Lindemans. We do the Spons and Basil, Basil, and we do uh, the the the, the Calva, Calva de Ogeuse, that is coming out in, in the States soon uh, with with Bone. And it's um, to me, it's it's just I mean this whole spontaneous fermented series is just a. It's, it's a it's 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 a very interesting and great way of working with beer because it's 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 pretty much so far away from beer as as possible as as just you can get and it's I mean I love wine and it's 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 for me it's imitating wine just with the ingredients and it's uh, yeah it's something that I that I spend a lot of time and energy on and I just I really love love working on and love and love love exploring so yeah. And Mikel, I'm always a big fan of your projects and your beers. You know, now you're opening a brewery in New York City. Um, going yeah. back, tell us how you opened a brewery in San Diego. You know, wh- what's that about? Uh, well, the brewery. I mean, we before the brewery in San Diego, we um, Mikel is is known for being a, 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 I guess, what you call call a gypsy brewer today, which is a it's a brewery that that. that does not have our own. We don't. We don't have. A, we did not have our own brewery or our own physical brewery. We we brewed our, our locations, and uh, we've I've, we've been exporting to uh, to the U.S. or to the states since um, since 2000 and pretty much to, since 2007. And and I, I mean, we I kind of just figured that that exporting from doing doing. A lot of American-style beers exporting that from Europe to 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 the U.S. made no sense. So, to, so I, I I had been been wanting to to open my own, uh, to have my own brewery in, in the U.S. and then this 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 place this location in in San Diego came up and we we got that and 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 now we're producing hobby hobby and and other other style beers uh, out of San Diego for the American market. Um, and it's pretty. It's uh, it's pretty much uh, the San Diego breweries. Pretty much has been our, our playground in the U.S. I mean, we, we do a lot of we do a week, re, weekly release. So every every Saturday we we release a new beer from San Diego and at least one new beer every Saturday and, and just turn out a lot of, of, of fun, great uh, beers. Um, yeah, it's 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 been it's been fun. It's been fun. Finally, having our own production brewery and and in the states as well, and, and in San Diego, which is which is one of the one of the capitals of, of craft beer in, in the world. So, yeah, it, it's great. That's great, man. And now we'll talk more about the new project. So it was just announced last week that uh, McKellar NYC is opening at City Field in Queens. We'll go through Jim and Bruce. You guys tell us what's going on there because. That that's a great part of New York City. There's the seven train. It's it's Queens. You know, you get the Mets. We love the Mets. Uh, so so, what's it like opening a brewery at a at a baseball stadium? It's pretty wild in, in pretty much every <laughs> every aspect, uh, both at a baseball stadium and in New York City. Uh, as a, you know, some of our listeners, I'm sure, from New York City and 
understand what it's like to be here and operate in this environment. Um, I think if you want to go on, you go at beer underscore sessions on Instagram or Twitter. I think if you're a Mets fan, you should say, go Mets and go McKellar. Hashtag LGM. LGM. Yep. Yeah. Let's go Mets. What's that? Like, Hashtag <laughs> LGM is the, yeah, yeah. the thing at all. Um, but, I mean, it's it's incredible. It, you know, for me, New York City is one of the world's great cities, and I think it's it's such a phenomenal place and, and stage to showcase what, what McKellar is all about and also to host our friends and collaborators, both in terms of other brewers, um, restaurateurs, you know, people from the music industry. I think that's one of, like, the really cool things, right, that... McKellar, it's not just a brewery in New York City, it's a McKellar brewery in New York City. And like the Haven Festival, what McKellar is interested in doing and what they find and we find fun is coming up with these collaborations and not really worrying that, like, you know, this person's a musician or this person makes wine or this person makes food. We're, like, all kind of of the same mindset. And, you know, we'll figure out the details, but I think we're going to really have some amazing projects come out of our brewery. Yeah, I think uh, this is uh, Bruce again. We're we're really into the kind of creativity that Mikkel has, but uh, the quality and the and the passion um, that he represents with his with his brand is is, is something that we're really um, beyond sort of grateful and, and and excited to be associated with. Uh, you know, we were lucky to be able to kind of in the same way as Mikkel's changing the way people think about beer we were able to um start off city field with with danny meyer and union square hospitality group and the fourth shake shack in the world and uh david chang's fuku is at is at the ballpark and drew newperin has been a part of the part of the story and stuff and so we've tried to recreate what what a fan will expect from um from a food perspective uh and to be able to do that again now with this kind of level of 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 quality um and dedication to um innovation and uh and product is just really exciting. I think for us. City Field's cool. Two years ago we had a great show about baseball beers with Eric Asimov of the New York Times. And everyone seems to think that City Field has better food and beer than Yankee Stadium. So I want to say, and I'm, I'm buddies with Tracy Nieperon from, from Tribeca, worked on some school fundraisers. And I know that when, when they went in there, whatever, what does what what Drew and Tracy have uh, at, at City Field, their food outlet? Uh, so Drew's been involved for a while. I can't, I can't remember exactly where he is right now in terms of, um, in terms of his food involvement, to be honest. Yeah, but whenever it was a few years ago, I never saw them. So they were never prouder than to be having their food at City Field in the Mets. Yeah, and that's the kind of love that I know that that City Field you know gets from some of its its fans. And uh, so I think this is cool. Like Mikhail, you're coming to City Field. You're coming to New York. You're not just coming to Brooklyn or to Manhattan. You know, I, that's a coup. How did you guys make that your launch pad? I mean, really, this is to me, this is fucking cool. Mikhail is open his brewery. We can swear at the on Mets the show. Stadium. I didn't even know that he's oh, open. At the Mets stadium, okay. <laughs> this is cool, McCall. If you don't, you know it. You picked it. You're a Mets, so let's talk about that. Let's build this up. Well, Bruce, what about the chop shops and all out there? So you guys are you're, 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 you're this yeah, is an sure. interesting so, old New York neighborhood. Yeah, for sure. It's you're been, not in East Village. You're not in Williamsburg. No, we're not. You know, Flushing Queens is 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 one. Of, I mean, Queens as 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 the fifth borough is is uh, one of the most diverse ethnically. 
um, culturally, uh, food-wise. Um, it reflects the the different um, all the different variety of people who 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 make it up. Um, I don't think there's a huge Danish population, but 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 we'll take it and add it to the mix for sure. Um, we're we're uh, we're across the street um, at City Field from uh, from some uh, some chop shops that have been there for a really long time, and 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 uh, that uh, that part of town is uh, changing sooner than later. We hope, um, and 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 we believe that this bar as a community center. Um, we believe that Mikkel and his fan base and, and, and the kind of passion that, that, that people follow his creations around the world, uh, let alone in, in, in this country or, or, or in Europe only, um, will come to see us and come support us as, a, as like an anchor to this new community. And Bruce, at City Field, did you guys always plan to have a brewery in that space? We never planned to have a brewery in that space. <laughs> no, we, no we, never had, we never had that idea. We have... 30-foot-high ceilings and 10,000 square feet of empty space that we're happy to fill with. Mikkel, you did it, man. You're opening a a brewery in the coolest place in New York City. I know. (laughs) (laughs) know. I'm I'm kidding. Obviously, for for me, it's... I'm I'm in Copenhagen, Denmark, and I'm running my brewery from here and being able to work with... I mean, work with... With with the uh, with City Field and the Wilton family and and and, and a group up in in City Field is is something that uh, it's it's pretty crazy. It's I mean it's it's something that I, I want to live up to and I, I want to do really well. And I, I mean I, I, we'll we, 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 I'll bust my ass off to to. to Crank out pretty much the best beer as you can imagine from that place because. And I think we share we that. Have to. I mean. It, we, we, I will, and we will. I mean, it's 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 a, it's a it's an extremely extremely exciting project for us, and and it, it'll be yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. We'll have a lot of fun for sure. And we're having fun drinking your beers. Beer. What's the next beer you poured for us? Uh, yeah, so this is the Mastodon Mother Puncher. It's a farmhouse IPA with passion fruit. Uh, and I mean, this is you know another thing that we really enjoy about uh, you know all of us at Shelton Brothers are, are big music fans. So the fact that there are a lot of collaborations with bands and labels. This one for for Mastodon. Um, you know, Mickel's done a lot with the, the Domino record label. Um, and there's just yeah, plenty. I mean, it's it's really cool just that intersection to have of uh, the, the beer and music. So and this is a wonderful, refreshing, fruit-forward farmhouse IPA. This beer is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess just picking up on one thing that Mickel said, you know, he like used the term brew pub, and that's a lot of how we describe the brewery. You know, when in reality it's it's a pretty significant manufacturing element. Totally. You know, I think people that come and visit will really get that experience. We're not hiding the brewery away in the back. Uh, we want people to come and like, experience the production element of it. That's a big part of who we are. But by the same token, the mindset very much is brew pub-esque and to be agile and to be able to collaborate and do interesting things and be able to, you know, like what Michael and his team have done in San Diego is really, um, you know, speaks to what's being uh, coveted by people in in the beer market right now something new every week people who you know brands and producers who produce at an extremely high quality but aren't wed to one or two particular flagships bruce are there any other uh, major league baseball stadiums that have a brewery in in the states there are some but but none with the quality of beer that we're going to be serving that's for sure 
and 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 I don't know. That's correct, a great me if, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Damn straight. Correct me if I'm wrong, Michael. But there are no other Danish brewers in American ballparks. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'll, I'll answer it for it's you. Late. I'm answering my own. Well, one more toast. Cheers. This we've been drinking some great beers. We'll be we'll another break. We'll be back in a few minutes on Beer Sessions Radio. All right. Hey, like what you hear? Heritage Radio Network has plenty more. With fresh programming every week, we've got something for everyone. Trying to start your own food business? Concerned about where your food comes from? Looking for the best wine or beer to bring to a party? Find our shows on iTunes or Stitcher, or head to heritageradionetwork.org to listen live and subscribe to our newsletter. Welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. Hey, check it out. Uh, you know, heritageradionetwork.org. It's a nonprofit. We've got over 35 shows each week. And uh, Beer Sessions Radio, we're almost up to 400 episodes in eight years. So check us out, heritageradionetwork.org. Become mm-hmm. a member. Woo. All right. And one thing special, we've had B.R. Royer from Shelton Brothers, the importer of McKellar, on at least probably 20 times in those years, but it's our first time with Mikko calling in from Copenhagen. So, big cheers to Mikko from McKellar. All right. It's also July Good Beer Month, so you know every Tuesday this month after our show, we're going to just go around the corner to Pine Box Rock Shop, which is a great Good Beer Seal bar in Bushwick, Brooklyn, and they're going to be featuring some of the beers that we talk about on the show. So tonight we're going to be tasting some McKellar beers over at Pine Box Rock Shop. We can so. actually, we're going to have the Mastodon Mother Puncher is going to be on draft there. Love that. And thanks for doing everything you do, BR, one of the, the great uh, beer reps in New York City. So cheers. Oh, thanks, Jimmy. So back to Mikkel and the McKellar NYC. So this, again, originally the show was about, oh, Haven Fest, this cool fest with Mikkel and uh, Klaus Meyer, you know, that famous Danish chef that everyone and knows Aaron about. And Aaron Dessner. And someone else, yeah. Aaron Dessner from The National. But what is, really... What's The National? They're, they're a band. Jimmy, they're... how do you not know The National? Wow. What's really? interesting is... Yeah, actually... we got we to get really? you a CD, I don't know man. anything. I'm just... <laughs> Back in my music promotion days, we used He's to promote yeah. the National and uh, the Brassland Records. So but you also nice... got you got Iggy Pop at this festival, right, Mikkel? What's that, sorry? You have Iggy Pop at the festival? Uh, yeah, you're phoning off, sorry. Oh, it's okay, but yeah, um, Iggy, Iggy Pop? Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop, yeah, Iggy Pop yeah. is coming, yeah. Of course. <laughs> I think that's cool. <laughs> Yeah. So, McKellar, let's go more. McKellar NYC. So, Hannah, your operations. You know, and Bruce, before you leave, you're, you're opening a brewery in New York City. You're, you're at a ballpark out in yeah, Queens. Yeah, for sure. What are some of the, 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 the tasks that you have to do to get this brewery open? I mean, we've been big fans. You know, New York State has reformed a lot of its liquor laws, and it's, it's easier to get a license. But what do you actually have to do physically? You've got task lists. You need to pick stools. Oh, you need to pick stools. Anyway, you need to pick glassware. I mean, it's everything. It's it's everything from pouring the concrete to put to putting the the canning line on top of the concrete to picking the POS system. It's ordering utilities. the steel, uh, ordering the concrete, uh, <laughs> boilers, chillers, 
design uh, design decisions from colors of pigment in concrete to uh, colors of walls and waterproofing. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of the stuff like boring. A lot of the typical stuff, but I think like one of the really cool things, at least, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but. We have 10,000 square feet, which sounds like a lot of space, right? But we have about 4,000 square feet of it dedicated to production. And then we also have a bar with 60 taps and then a restaurant. So it's like, What is the capacity of it going to be? It's, it's a 20-barrel it's a 20 20. brew house. Yeah. And then, but specifically, we put in a lot more single-batch fermenters than you know, kind of maxing out with larger you know, triple-batch fermenters and whatnot to do a lot of what McKellar's doing in San Diego and what we're, we want to do and, and be agile and make a lot of different and beers. And, Jim, you, you've made beer before. Where did you work in Vermont? I, I never brewed beer, so I just want to draw the distinction. I don't want to uh, overstate my my function. But I, I worked in, in Vermont. I had the, the privilege of, of working at Hill Farmstead with Sean Hill, who remains a, a good, close friend of mine. And uh, was I was really fortunate to be there for a little over three years. In the taste room, are you only going to serve McKellar beers? You're going to serve other beers, too? We are. I mean, predominantly McKellar beers. So we'll have beers that we brew here at McKellar NYC. We'll have beers that are brewed in San Diego and Europe, but we'll also have some guest taps as well. Cool. And then what's the, is it going to be like a – how many people can come into the tasting room? You know, is there capacity for the number of people? Is uh, there an outdoor space? Not currently. It's called City Field. <laughs> Not currently. It's called no, City it's Field, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I think there's a couple of things that people always ask. Like, will I be able to go in and out between uh, McKellar NYC and the, and the ballpark? And the answer to that is no right now. So it's, it's a separate space, but it's very easy to get out the front door and go in through the right field gate or, uh, or the bullpen gate. Um, it, approximately, let's say, just shy of 300 people that they'll be able to be inside the venue at any particular time, but 100-plus seats uh, between so the bar could, and this tables. could be like one of the, the, the biggest draws in New York City for people interested in craft Yeah, beer. for sure. Yeah. I mean, we see the opportunity. You know, there's a lot of phenomenal bars out there um, that serve fantastic beer and some that, you know, some restaurants that serve fantastic food. And we're trying to, uh, you know, we see an opportunity to hopefully do something pretty special and, and uh, make a, a destination for and, people who like good beverage and food. Yeah, and not only that, like we, we, we feel like we have the opportunity to be a great host to people um, in our space and, 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 and to share that responsibility with Mikkel. I had the, the great good fortune to uh, visit, uh, I think it was nine of the 11 McKellar bars in Copenhagen. Um, and in like 24 hours? And they're, uh, in, in 24 hours, yeah. I, I would call it maybe 18, but... <laughs> And then I would be bragging. Um, uh, and the hospitality is really one of the things that I think we share with, with McKellar, um, that, that we're looking to invite people in um, to our home and, 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 to, and to share uh, our passion with them, really. Um, and, uh, and it, you know, it's something that we don't take lightly. It's something that we really, uh, we really look forward to doing on, on, on so many levels. We have... 81 home games a year, so we'll have kind of a different feel when people are in pregame and, and, and postgame. And then we have 284 days a year when we don't have that kind of pressure and we won't have people who are 
in to run to a ball game or to run from a ball game uh, kind of thing, uh, and and we think that that provides something really interesting for for people who love beer, for people who want to hang out with each other, for people who want to be part of a community of people who care about doing things the best that they can do. And I think from I came in sort of as the third wheel to this from the outside, and you know. Mickle and his team and Bruce and his team had already met and started to talk about this. And at first I was like, wow, this is so, so hardly third wheel. So, so weird, but it, it makes so much sense, but it's so weird. You know, it's hard to get your head around. But then I think what Bruce is mentioning here and what Mickle mentioned earlier is, is that hospitality piece, you know, and it's like something that's really the underpinning of City Field and what that's been about since 2009. And, you know, talking to Mickle and Jakob, you know, that w- what we need to do in, in our business, but I think, you know, it applies to the industry as a whole, is start to think about things much less in terms of how much we know about beer and the intricacies and the technical aspects. We certainly need to have a mastery of that to make the best product. But when someone comes in who may not be as advanced as some of the people we're used to interacting with, you know, we need to be able to understand that and relate to them on a level where we make them feel comfortable. You know, BR, British Citizens Radio isn't usually like a, a breaking news show. We just try to have more conversations, go a little deeper. This was news to me. I mean, I had no idea that McKellar was opening a brewery in City Field. In fact, uh, a listener tweeted today, says, you got to ask him about City Field. Yeah, it's, oh, it's Did a, you know about this for a while? I have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> leaks. Yeah, no leaks. No leaks for me. No, no, no t- sir. Um, yeah, no. I think. I mean, I'm just very excited to that have the brewery uh, in, in New York City. I mean, Mickle, are you worried that you have alienated all of the Yankees fans by choosing City Field? Are there any? Oh, I don't. Um, uh, no. No, good. He's not, he's good. Who are the Yankees? I, I don't. I don't worry too much about about stuff. I mean, I, I I do what I think is is fun and and and, and I do what I what I do to make great beer and not worry too much. So. Yeah, I'm sure the Yankees fans. They probably. I I, I, I hope I haven't. <laughs> but whatever. I don't know. That's my. Michael, let me ask a, a serious question. So you now you as a great you know a brewer, a hospitality guy, you know toastmaster impresario. Um, for for this brewery and tasting room, like aesthetically, decor, glassware, service, what, what's your vision of what a good you know brewery tasting room should be? I mean, it's um, it. I mean, we we have we have we have around 30, 30 bars and restaurants around the world now, and. What we pretty much uh, try to do in all of them is is to do is to do everything the best we can and to accommodate uh, what we think uh, works best in the area or the the country or whatever the the surrounding that we in. And um, this is I mean this this is my this is my first location in, in a in a in a baseball stadium. I mean you you know it's it's new for us, but. But 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 it's for me. It's about doing doing the very best to accommodate people and to make people feel welcome and, and to make the the, the 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 people that go to these places feel welcome. And and we think a lot about everything, like like you mentioned, glassware and and, and, and design and, and, and everything. Um, we're not going to copy our our small our small uh, our small bar in, in Copenhagen in the coast Copenhagen basement, 
But we want to we want to interpret uh, we want to we want to incorporate uh, our our way of doing things and our 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 aesthetics in 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 in, in this station in city field and and, and 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 combine it with 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 the local with the local culture and local way of doing it. I mean we're in a baseball station so so I mean it's it's yeah it's 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 about doing doing the doing the very best we can in 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 in, in cooperation with with our partners and, and in the cooperation with the with the people that that we attend and that and the customers and, and 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 I mean nothing will be half done everything will be will be uh, well thought about and 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 and, and yeah be, yeah be, we're be the a, best possible we're a, we're a McKellar bar. Uh, first and foremost, we look to serve McKellar beer in the best possible environment um, and, 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 and with the best possible uh, quality of service, right? So um, Jim and Hannah can really speak to, to, to the way that's done technically. But from our, our point of view, you know, what we share with, with, with the McKellar team is that we're hosts and, 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 and we're, you know, uh, responsible for having people in our space and feeling welcome and making them feel at home. And the more that we can um, host people in a good way, the more, you know, the more fun we can have, right? The more... Uh, you you guys are right up my alley. This is so cool. And again, cheers to the McKellar NYC Brewery and Tasting Room Bar to soon open at City Field in, uh, in New York. But I'd like to say this is July Goober Month and one thing we do in, in July is celebrate the great small independently owned craft beer bars in New York City. One of them is Standings Bar. My good buddy uh, Gary Gillis owns it. It's, it's right above Jimmy's number 43, the same block as Bur- as a Burp Castle and, and McSorley's. And w- what's cool is we're talking about the Mets. He, he, he opened it as a sports bar, but it, it's one of my favorite Mets bars in the city, and he's got craft beer all the time. So big shout-out. If you're, if you're in the neighborhood, go to Burp Castle and Standings on 7th Street in the East Village, and uh, you can watch all the Mets games there. The, he's, Gary Gillis is probably one of the biggest Mets fans that I know in – in Manhattan, so he, he'll be happy to hear that his dad was uh, played for the St. Louis Cardinals at Triple A ball years ago. So a real, real baseball bar that uh, is also celebrates craft beer. And I think that nice. you, you've got a lot of people in this city that they get it. Like I said, we did a show with Eric Asimov from the New York Times talking about beer at, at you know, baseball stadiums. And uh, I'm going to go out there. I'll tell you this: I'm going to uh, City Field as soon as this opens. Hopefully, Mickle, you'll be there. Maybe we'll do a, a live show out of there. And BR, for you, this is great. I mean, you know, McKellar's been like one of your flagship beers for so many years. Uh, it's been a cult beer for a lot of us. Um, you know, what does this mean for you guys? You have a, 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 a brewery in New York City now. It's, I mean, I mean, for me on a personal level, just as a beer drinker, it's great. And as to put it diplomatically, not so much a baseball fan. <laughs> um, I like the idea that I can go there. Sorry, you grew up in Belgium. You know. <laughs> um, you know, go there and have a beer without having to actually attend the game um, is fantastic. I think that's that's a really smart way to do it so that people outside or just from the community, if they live there, you know, a lot of people are moving up there. I've got friends who live there now and we can say, hey, let's meet for a beer in your neighborhood and go to this bar. Um, but for us, it's just great to have a presence, um, as Mikkel was saying Earlier, you know, sending beer from Europe to the U.S., you know, that's that's a, you know, a big project. And that's why we're doing more of the sour beers, the spontaneously fermented beers, because those are beers that travel well, they age well. I mean, there's really no reason for us to bring in 
no matter how good it is, an IPA from Europe, because there are so many excellent beers here in the U.S. that are cheaper and fresher. So why should we send, you know, have it come from Europe? Um, you know, San Diego is picking up a lot of that. And to actually have an IPA, you know, a Mickler IPA brewed in New York City is going to be for us, you know, just wonderful to have you know, a cheaper beer coming from, from, you know, to be able to go there and have, a, have this really good beer. And then, Jim, you guys have already been uh, doing, like, City Field release cans, right? What, what is the beer we're drinking now? Right. We have here, we, we, the first beer we drank was the Say Hey Sally, which is a Pilsner, Hoppy Pilsner. And now we just opened the Henry Hops, which is an IPA. So before the season started, you know, we were in the planning process and, and kind of talking about so the So right now at City Field, oh, yeah, from from, these from opening day, yep, the whole season, these cans have been available there at a number of the concession stands throughout, and they're doing quite well. Um, people are pretty psyched, and obviously the, you know, big shout-out to Keith Shore, who does all the, the art and packaging for McKellar, who I'm sure you're familiar with. People, even people who have never, you know, have no interest or no uh, you know, prior interest in beer, just look at these cans and go nuts. And Bruce, big shout and out all our partners at the at the Mets and Aramark yeah. and stuff for helping us. You know, reach. reach Cheers, man. City Field, Sterling Family. You guys already Cheers. said you've, you've been big big supporters of, of food and, and and great beers already out there. So, um, Mikhail, you want to say a last few words about the Haven Fest and your new venture in in, in New York City before we sign off. Uh, I guess we, we covered we covered most of it, but yeah, I mean, if you guys if you guys have a, a little spare time in, in, in beginning of August, you just come to Copenhagen and and and, and, and join this first. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty amazing. Uh, Jimmy's I mean, gonna come to do a live show out of Copenhagen. Great music, great beer, and, and, and great food. It's, yeah, Copenhagen in in, in in August is pretty cool, and then uh, we're gonna bring all that to 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 City Field later later this year and. And just yeah, just just have a, have a lot of fun and do a lot of crazy shit. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for having the show. And when you come to to New York City, we're going to do another special show with you. And Jim, when do you think the brewery will open? We're targeting late time? late fall this year for for the brewery to open at City Field. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. All right. So yeah. the guys, it was a great well. show and a lot news breaking uh, episode tonight. We're talking about uh, you know McKellar NYC brewery opening at City Field in Queens this year. That was news to me, and it was it was a big surprise. And uh, also, you know, I, I'm really proud of what McCullough has done, hosting uh, different festivals, beer festivals in Copenhagen, Boston, and now the part of the Haven Music Festival in uh, in August out in Copenhagen. So I'd like to thank our sponsors at Union Beer Distributors who helped to bring this podcast to you tonight. Thanks again, everybody. Go around one more time. Say your name and, and who you work for. Uh, B.R. Rolia with Shelton Brothers Importers. I'm Bruce, and I'm with McKellar NYC. I'm Hannah, and I'm a beer soldier from Mickle. I'm a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Rares with McKellar NYC. And it's great. And I'm uh, Jimmy Carboni. Thanks to our producer, Justin Kennedy, assistant Hillary Fasson, engineer extraordinaire David Tadashore. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on Beer Sessions Radio. All right. Woo! Hi, hi. <laughs> listening to heritage radio network food radio supported by you for our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events subscribe to our newsletter enter your email at the bottom of our website heritageradionetwork.org 
Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.